This is our day of board. We are on a podcast. Okay. I think I remember how to do this. Do you remember how to do this? No. Should I? Yeah. Don't you have like a character or something? I forget what we do here. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Are you Waldorf or Statler? I've always seen you more of a, as a, more of a Statler. I think, I think you're more of a Statler. A Broken Toys Studio Production. Brooklyn. That's pragmatic. I appreciate that. Right. I need us to get to a point where we're, we're going to do some some witty banter. Uh, and I'm just going <laughs> to, frankly, you know, you're laughing. I'm frankly, just going to throw you under the bus right now and say, welcome to general geeker specifically. It's a podcast. I'm Lou. I'm Ben. And you know what you, you have asked us for star Wars. You want star Wars. Well, guess what? You are getting what you wish for. This is like every uh, Chinese blessing slash curse. Be careful what you wish for, because this is star Wars. I mean, if you can have one son, why can't you have two sons? And also, has anybody else noticed how big the music swell gets then? Is that only in one edition or is that music swell would just get gigantic for the two it's sons? Only, it's only because there's two sons. It multiplies the music. Oh, it's, that's it, they're, what... they're yellow sons and it amplifies the power of the music. The music is from Krypton. Well, they're actually Bluetooth sons. Few people know that, but on Tatooine, Bluetooth sons. They're, like super they're yellow powerful. sons, but they're blue. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know, I know it's, it's all good. It's all good. Oh. Okay. Um, so yeah. I think what they're trying to do with Star Wars now is like you're talking about, they're trying to create some kind of empathy, which is what you see later when you see in the greatest episode of TV of all time. The rescue is the 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 season finale is they go, hey, you know, I see that you were uh, from uh, Alderaan, you know, hey, sorry about that, man. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, I'm sorry about your friends that died on the Death Star. And it's like, which one? And it's like, oh, snap. Right. Like you are like because it's trying to humanize the, the joke that Kevin Smith made of like there were people that were just doing their job. Right. And they think and they've been told. And this is a nuance that Star Wars is trying to bring to this is that they're being told that they're doing the right thing. And they're being told that the other side are, are the bad guys. Uh, and I apologize for this being heavy for a second. But is trying to humanize the empire as opposed to just being a bunch of faceless people in masks, just stomping around um, to be like, no, those were actual people that were just doing what they think were trying to be good. Now, whether or not we as star Wars fans buy that, I appreciate that they're trying to bring some nuance to that. Cause it does bring a totally different perspective to like, Hey, I wonder what it was like to be in the empire. Like, I wonder so, what that life was like. Um, Especially thinking, well, let's see here. This would have been a, just a few years after. Um, this would have been just a few years after uh, Return of the Jedi. So not quite as far removed, right? Because we're talking about direct friends. Yeah, it's five years after but Return of the Jedi. Nine, uh, nine ABY. Is it, is it five years at the end of season two? Five years after is when it started. I, th I think it? it's at the end yeah, of, I believe it's at the end of five years after Jedi, but they list it as, as nine ABY is, yeah. uh, is I, I just don't know how long this series has it been months. Has it been a year or two? Like, right. Well, right. The, get, time, the time that's it's passed in universe is tough. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm getting so far away from my point. Um, if you, uh, no, but how big is right a now. Lego brick? Right. Like, <laughs> 9.6 millimeters tall, eight millimeters per pip. Jesus, um, I shouldn't so, have asked. <laughs> if no, you shouldn't have it. And you knew better. This is on you. Um, so Hawaii in a normal time, Hawaii is a very popular tourist destination for the whole Pacific Rim because it's pretty, it's, it's, you know, um, nice and tropical paradise. Also about as far from Japan, you know, Japan is say, actually it's a bit closer to Japan than say California, right? Like, you get a lot of people who travel, especially uh, Japanese tourists. Uh, Hawaii has a lot of uh, Pan-Asian influence, Japanese influence. Uh, it's where you get poke. It's kind of influenced by Japanese immigrants. And it's also the site of Pearl Harbor. And 
you have Japanese tourists coming to Pearl Harbor and likewise American tourists who come to Hiroshima and Nagasaki, right? This, this isn't a trivial matter that we're dancing around. It's, it's, it's a minor part of the episode because it's not what the episode is about, but reckoning with these horrible crimes that are happening in the name of war and having that empathy to understand that other people seeing this from the other side lens, this isn't, this isn't a trivial matter. This is a real thing that happens in the real world with really major incidents. And it's really cool that Star Wars is doing, as you were saying, some of this gray area stuff. Well, but then they also put their foot down firmly because I like that they asked the question to at least make you think about it. But then when he's like, you know, which with which Death Star and then Cara Dune's like, which which, which is great, right? Yeah. And then she's like, all right, going to murk you. There's two two Death Stars at that point and more to come. But I know they're not Death Stars, but there's like, yeah, it's it's a great jab at the. Uh, let's be honest, the ridiculousness of the entire Star Wars universe, even starting with four, five and six, four, five and six are not immune. Right. There is a, a large amount of suspension of disbelief. So let's push right. past that because we gave that a lot of time. We I have a couple of things to talk about, but we have to get to that last episode. Uh, keep moving, keep moving. Man, right after that, you get something I didn't think you were going to see in live action, even though people said, hey, you're going to see this character in live action. I'm like, nah, no, you're not. And then they go, hey, we think this actress uh, which is somebody I have a crush on. Uh, it might be uh, the one that plays that character. And I was like, I hear all that stuff. I'm, I'm la, 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 la. I'm not going to pay attention or anything like that. And then you see the immaculate Rosario Dawson as a Sokotano. And those two worlds come together. I don't know that anything could be better on like, obviously I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I uh, clerks Two is one of the most amazing movies on, on the planet. Like Rosario Dawson is, just the most amazing person. And as a Sokotano is just incredible. Clerks too is one of the most amazing movies. Because of, because of, okay, I'm putting a pin in it. We're going to come back to this in the next episode. I'm, I'm we're, we're, we're leaving this aside for right now. Cause we got to move on, but yes. Um, but maybe can I give can I give you the cliff notes of why I think it's uh, amazing? Um, you know what? This is, this is, this is your topic. You suggested it. So yeah, go for it. Um, this is where I'm going to lose all my Greek, uh, geek cred. Um, they sum up my feelings on Lauder perfectly in clerks too. I'm walking and walking and walking movie ends. I'm walking and walking and walking movie ends. Walking and okay. walking and walking. No, I ring you know drop what? movie ends. I know it's a lot more than that, but honestly to, to an outsider that is. As, I, yeah. As honestly, as, as a fan of the books. Yeah. I like the books because the books I are think, kind I, of that way. I think I, 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 I think that um, Peter Jackson just had wait. Do you know how long the extended versions are? And, and versions are. I've never watched extended versions, and I will not. That's it's an added like three hours. It's yeah. and I tried to watch all. Anyway, I will come back to that some other time. Yeah, Ahsoka Tano. We got to see in live action. Dave Filoni, the creator of that character, gets to see the perfect and perfect embodiment of that character in Rosaria Dawson. She's got the double lightsabers, like just the way the okay, lightsabers, like the, the way the lightsabers, like just shine off of like the other characters faces and to see her with Grogu and be the one to uh, reveal the name of like, Oh, it's Grogu. And I can speak to Grogu. And yeah. then to get the moment of Mando, like looking at Grogu all day long, I could ju- just watch Mando go Grogu and him go, huh? And him go Grogu and go, huh? What you want? Like just the you fact that they had such a con- here's here's doing a lot with a little. They had such a great connection to begin with, mm-hmm. but this was kind of the first writing. This was the the Laszlo Cave drawings. This was their moment of connection, yeah, where they could actually converse beyond just this kinetic connection that they had. Is they could actually yes and with each other. I just <laughs> I'm I'm getting like emotional thinking about it. Like like this is what parenthood has done to me is just a faceless Pedro Pascal going Grogu? Huh? I <laughs> could watch that all day long. Yeah, no, it's that's good stuff. Um man. That 
I don't really know where I want to take my train of thought on this one. It's kind of diverged like from we're, we're at a, um, we're at a big exchange station, right? Like there's a lot of different ways to go, but I think I really liked how they ended it and set it up to say, yep, I know who this kid is. Um, I have a connection. I can speak to him, but I, you know, I'm not the droid you're looking for. Basically. Right. Um, and really, really kind of put us on the foot for the last episode of the season, which was, again, I think it's, it's a, it, the last episode of this season is the best movie I've seen probably in three years. I do, is, hope, we, I do hope we see more Ahsoka Tano though. Well, I think we definitely have to see more Ahsoka Tano. Um, so, so let's jump into this real quick and then kind of, kind of not move past, but I mean, so you get the rescue where this entire thing has been about reaching out to a Jedi. You got to reach out to a Jedi. And this entire time, right. there's two thoughts I've had in my head. And you can tell me where you landed on this. There's not that many Jedi around right there's now. There's not that many Jedi. Like it's, it's, it's after empire, uh, obviously way after order 66 and yep. just there's, they're, they're in hiding or they've gone away or there's only, I mean, Luke is, is about the only one left, except we don't know where Ezra is. So, so we think at least me, sorry, go ahead. I'll be honest. I didn't think, uh, Ahsoka Tano was still active at this point. Well, she showed up. I was like, Oh, okay. Right. And, but, and and that was your Jedi that you're like, okay, well, Ahsoka Tano showed up. She's going to be the, the one to, to lead and teach Grogu. But then she's like, no, I'm not doing that. And then all I could think was, I'm like, well, it's gotta be Ezra. And I had to go back and look real quick because I'm like, well, Ezra left with, um, uh, what's his name? Um, Thrawn. So Ezra left with Thrawn. You don't know where he is, but right. Ezra was born 19 BBY. So that means since this is nine BBY, so you've got a 28 year old Ezra, um, out there somewhere. And I'm like, oh, that's perfect. You've got like a kid that's actually 50, but he's like a six year old. And then you've got Ezra, who's this budding Jedi that like maybe he like breaks off and is going to like, like teach Grogu and all that. So I just kept leaning on like two things. One, it's got to be Ezra. And two, no way it's Luke. Like there's no way you <laughs> right. do it. Like I was like, well, Mark Hamill's too old. Yeah. And, you know, I, like a deep fake or CGI. Like, how would you make that work? And I just don't. I thought there was no way it's Luke. And I think it's the perfect reveal of just a single tie fighter or a single X-wing. Sorry. Is the single X-wing pulling in is the greatest setup for a reveal ever because you get the single X-wing and you're like, I mean, it's gotta be red five, right? Like, but there's no way there's, there's no way who else has an X-wing. It can't be. And then you see the green lightsaber and it just gives me legitimate chills of like, Oh my God. For all the time in The Last Jedi that I bitched that Luke should be the strongest Jedi of all time. And of all the time that I bitched about the Force Ghost and everything else uh, about Less Jedi. And everything I bitched about uh, with Rise of Skywalker and not seeing all of the Jedi at the end. And you're only hearing like the audio versions of them in her head and everything else. To finally see a fully fledged, fully formed best Jedi <laughs> on in the universe lay right. waste to dark troopers. I'm not going to lie. I watched that with my nine-year-old who is just as big a Star Wars fan as as we are. And we watched it and it was awesome. And then we rewatched the last 10 minutes and then he went to bed and I like turned on my Bluetooth speakers and I watched it again. Like it was everything that I wanted to see. I, we all heard stories. We read the EU books. Like we know what Luke is supposed to be. Dave Filoni and and, and John Favreau were like, I'm going to show you. Well, remember he, he starts the new temple. About this time, like right after this, I think. So it fit, it fit really well. Right. And this is one of those things where I want to explore the universe. This is one of those touchstones that was really important to tie in and really well done. I mean, what better way to start the, the Jedi temple than taking you, your master, of the same race passes away. And then you find another creature that is so strong in the force in the same way to start the, the temple. There's no way to do anything better than that. Now, speaking, speaking of starting things, 
Then at the end of the episode, there was a tag in, which is only the second time I think that uh, Mando's done a tag in. I think the other one was when Boba Fett like walked one. up. Yeah. So I think this is the only other time, but we get to see Django. Or sorry, Django. <laughs> we get to see the actor of Django. Yeah. Uh, we, we get to see Boba. Uh, yeah. We get to see Fennec San. Uh, and uh, we get to see Bib Fortuna. Um, Bib don't put on some weight. <laughs> hey man, it's been a hard five years. Uh, so forgive me for this, but I, I, I took a moment. Um, <clears throat> Bib Fortuna question mark more like lobster Bib Fortuna. Nobody, nothing. Uh, no. womp womp. I got a whole bunch of others. Like a bib for two fortune cookie, uh, order from pizza, the hut. That's a family guy joke. All right. I'm gonna let that go. Um, I have a whole list of hey, those. You know what? Workshop it a bit. We'll come back. We have more Mando content. I'm sure. So, all right, then fine. I'll, I'll give one last one. Never has there been a, a more wretched hive of scum and gluttony. All right. So, okay. Uh, no, you know what? <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's something there. <laughs> Um, Bib Fortuna got fat and then Bib Fortuna got killed. Well, I don't know what I'm saying with, well, <laughs> um, that is a fact. So you made, you made, you made, you made an observation and it is true. So as I understand it, um, so correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I, I read this wrong the first time when I first saw the end of this okay. episode, I thought that it was now the story of Grogu is done. We've done that in two seasons, and now the next season of The Mandalorian will be the book of Boba Fett. And now I've come to realize maybe that's not correct, because maybe it's that's its own show, and Mandalorian right. will pick up season three the year after that, I believe is, is, is actually more accurate. So where did you, what, that's how did you read I all understood. that? Uh, I read this as a uh, cynically. I read this as this was the exit point for Mandalorian. If they want it out, but if they want more, then we can go follow. Um, we can go follow the Mandalorian onto his next adventure because we still have to. We still have to resolve the dark saber. There's tension there. We kind of walked away from it at the time. And you can't let that go because he's won it by defeating Moff Gideon, which obviously means you can win it without dying. But that means that Bo-Katan now needs that to rule, to be the rightful ruler uh, of Mandalore, which means she has to defeat him in some way. And he tried to just give it up and be like, I don't freaking care. Like, take the stupid thing. She's like, no, I have to beat you. And we've seen, and we've seen fractures in the Mandalorian culture. We see now different sects of Mandalorian culture. Can we reestablish a homeworld? Is it Mandalore? How do they come together? Um, there, there's, there's a lot of potential opportunity to kind of stick with, uh, you know, Mando Calrissian. Um, but but there, there, there's a lot left to explore in general in the Mandalorian culture. So just because we've completed this contract that we've kind of fallen into, actually, I guess it's not, it's not really a contract. It's a job he took upon himself at that point, but there's, there's more, um, there's more samurai Western. Well, yeah, just, there's still no home. There's still, he can't, a, a good resolution says, you know, I've, I've accomplished what I've set out to do. I'm going home. I'm going to build my, I'm going to build my cabin in the woods. I'm going to go out and like, you know, um, middle of Montana somewhere. And, uh, you know, that's it. I I've accomplished what I've set out to do. And then it's so popular that the sequel comes in and then like, you know, that the feds land black Hawk helicopters in the middle of Kalispell, Montana. And they're like, the president needs you for one more job and you're chopping wood. And you're like, I've done my time, you know, um, there's still no home. There's still no place to go home and say, hang up my helmet and say, this is the way, you know? So there's still, there's still a lot of opportunity. Right. And you hit the nail on the head that I think that they're doing a better job with TV 
uh, Disney Plus is than a lot of other traditional networks because look at something like The Big Bang Theory, which had a very that's, good that's they're giving Netflix room for their money for sure. But right, yeah, right. But like, but these traditional shows where you're like, well, here's a premise, and they're like, cool, it worked really well for like two or three seasons. Let's do it for twelve. Um, right. Whereas with Mandalorian, they go, cool. Here's a show that you were interested in, even though it wasn't Boba Fett. We're going to give you a different person. And then you give you a different person. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And then you, you meet, you know, baby, uh, baby Yoda. And it's like, oh, snap, that's what this is going to be. And then after two seasons of that story arc being uh, done for now, then they go, now it's going to be something else, which is something that is totally against what most TV would do, which they would be like, let's do, let's do Mando and the baby Yoda show for 11 seasons. Instead, they're saying, hey, cool. Now let's do this other thing. And by this other thing, I mean, nine other TV shows, two movies and a, uh, and a video game that Ubisoft announced today. Okay. Um, um, before uh, skillful transition, but before we get there, okay. Um, yeah. Like you have a five act play, right? What if this is act one of the Mandalorian, we're going to shift gears and there's a bigger arc or what if it's composed of different TV series? If you told me Mandalorian is two seasons, we're not going to do more. I, I know it's not what's happening, but we're not going to do more, but here's some other stuff we're going to tie together with the same creative team. We're just going to tell a story from a different angle, different characters. But yeah, that's exactly the kind of content I want. And if it ends great, because the story is done, the universe is vast. Let's tell a different story or let's go back to nine movies, two video game. You say two video games. There's way more than two, aren't there? No, no, no. Uh, nine TV shows, two movies and a video game oh, and a right. partridge. And a pear tree. A pear tree. And a pear tree. Yeah, no, Ubisoft just announced that they're going to do an open world game. Uh, there's the Squadrons, uh, Rogue Squadron. Sorry, not to be confused yeah. with the, the game of the exact same name, but the Rogue, Rogue Squad, right. Squadron um, movie and then the Taika Waititi movie uh, and then nine TV shows, which is funny to me because before when they were putting out the uh, putting out 789 is it was like and now you know, um, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff are going to get three movies and then Taika Waititi is going to get three movies and you get three movies and you get three movies. And then when Solo happened, they're like, nobody gets movies. movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they True. go, everybody gets a TV show except for Taika because it's Taika Waititi. Um, here's, 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 a, here's Frank's 2000 inch TV. Everybody gets a TV show. Right. So it's, I think they're Dude, smart. The with, I, behind, I know that's not on topic, but the technology behind the Mandalorian is just amazing to me. The technology is amazing. And you hit on exactly what I was about to say, which is the only complaint people had about the rescue was they said the CG on Luke's face didn't look uh, as good as it could. Totally get that. Right. I, to I totally understand that. Here's the deal, though. It's not a $200 million movie that you're seeing at the Cineplex. It right. is because that's a thing of the past now. But it is a TV oh, show right. that's it produced in. I know, right? It is a TV can show. Can we have a moment of silence? Yes. Let, let's go ahead. That's long enough. That's long enough. Um, that's it. Just lost everybody. Um, is is now it's let's put it on TV, and there's just a different bar to TV. Now, my bar has always been low. I, my MO has always been put the bar on the ground, just step over it and be happy about your life. Is the CG wasn't great on Luke's face. Sure. Fine. That's fine. It is still actually Mark Hamill that's delivering the lines and doing it, but it's TV. You're talking to a guy that likes Doctor Who. I assure you the, the, the cinematography and the special effects of Dr. Who is the, that's not the point. Right. The point is the Here, story. Here's the thing. Right. And if, if you're a star Wars fan and you want more star Wars universe stuff and you want to be tangentially related to anything that happens plus or minus 30 years, you know, battle of Yavin. Guess what? These actors, all of them are aging you're going to have to accept that if you want to continue telling stories in this period, you're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to deal with that. actors are going to pass away and you're going to have to deal with stand-ins or you're not going to get as much of those characters as you want anymore. It's either that or we need to move well outside of this time frame. Now I think there's, I think there's lots of potential there. I'd like to explore the Sith more, but if you want, if you love Star Wars and you want to see more in this era, even if it's not related directly to the Skywalker saga, you're going to, when you get to those tie-ins, you're going to have to deal with that. This is, this is now a fact of life. And you're getting that because like they just released 1977. The okay. <laughs> right. 
Well, and you're getting a lot of that because they just released um, the first, I think, the first first book of the High Republic. So now we're starting to really get outside of like they're like, well, let's tell a Knights of the Old Republic movie, which I think is one of the movies that they're trying to do. At least they were. I'm so um, excited. Uh, so let's do a Cotter. Let's. Uh, but then they're also like, well, let's do the High Republic. Let's see when Jedi were at their peak, at their pinnable pinnacle. Right. Like we reference it. Let's go ahead and show it. So I think you're right. I think we're going to move way outside of this 60 year, 30 uh, ABY, BBY and move into a bigger um, like, how did the Jedi get to this point? Like, how did you get the the rule of, you know, uh, master and apprentice? Like, how did you get to these places? Yeah. How do you get to the the Sith and, and, and whatnot? So Exegol wasn't built overnight. <laughs> In case you need a boilerplate uh, transition for anything outside of the Batman. Uh, transition sound. I've got one for you. Ready? Okay. So speaking of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so this, but this is, this is, so I'm glad we got to spend a lot of time with Mandalorian. I'm glad we're reaching out into the universe because like we're all, we, and, and maybe I'm projecting too much, but are you we projecting are yourself all, across the, the galaxy onto a sand uh, salt planet? Exactly. Like, I, I feel like maybe we're you, all tired of you are the, the strongest podcaster of all time. <laughs> I feel like maybe we're, we're tired of the Skywalker saga. Cause we've all seen it so many times over and over. Like it's done, right? It's beat to death. Isn't it? I was kind of the last bastion of like, no, but I want to know Ray's lineage and no, I want to know what, when Poe's going to become a Jedi and, and all the other things that my, right, when, when are my, and Poe going to get together? <laughs> Exactly. Oh my God. By the way, Pedro, did you know Pedro Pascal and um, uh, Oscar Isaac are like best friends? No way. Oh, I, I'm going to send you a thing. They've been friends since they did like, like off Broadway stuff years ago. Like they just did New Year's together, uh, hanging out. They were literally best friends and they did a uh, like Google fill in the, the answer, like what people are Googling about each other with each other. Okay. They are absolutely <laughs> adorable. They're besties and I, they're, I love their bromance. Anyway. Um, nice. that said, I was one of the, the shining last bastions of like, no, we need to keep this whole stall, the Skywalker saga going and no, we need to know. I really think there's something big on the horizon for the, the sequel trilogy. And it's not right. to say I don't like the sequel trilogy, but they never had something planned over the horizon. They were continued to kind of play the ball where it lied. And, uh, and I think sure. that, that kind of robbed <laughs> the sequel trilogy of what it, it could have been. And I'm not that's shitting that, on it. I'm that just, kind of feels like that's the story of Star Wars, though, right? Like we had, we had, we had Star Wars. Oh shit, this is successful. Well, this is actually just one movie. Oh, of how many? Oh, of twelve. Of twelve. That's the thing. I, I'm looking at that. Read, like, you want me to read like twelve more? Yeah, and this is episode four. Was it good? Some people were like, "No, he had, he always had nine. Bullshit. He had twelve. He was like, right. like in 1978, after he made it in 77 and 78, they're like, we're going to make another one. What's your idea? And when he's like 12, it's like, the fuck is wrong with you, man? 12. Yeah. We were thinking like three, like <laughs> three would be big. Sequels have happened, but three would be huge. Three is revolutionary in 1977, especially in that genre, because you had right. Star Trek was 66 to 69. And 69 mm-hmm. was 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? Or 70, something like that. Maybe 71, like somewhere in that. It was right around there, yeah. Right in there was, was 2001 A Space Odyssey. And Kubrick was just like, that was gigantic. And then this comes along in yeah. 77. And it's really still like, you're just getting out of like the, the Buck Rogers types or the, yeah, the Buck Rogers type stuff. So for this. It passed that, but yeah. Uh, right. 2001 Space Odyssey, 1968. So. You oh, were, it was 68. You were closer. Yeah. Wow. So, but you don't have a lot of other big grandiose space opera type stuff going on. And then this right. one hits so big. Um, yeah. I appreciate that he says uh, that he had 12 for that, but, uh, but obviously I don't think that, that he necessarily did. That said, it did end up with nine, uh, nine, actually nine, uh, actual uh, theatrical movies, and then the two, which is still pretty um, impressive when you think about it, and in kind of the secret trilogy, if you consider the beginning of what was it, Clone Wars, the original like few episodes were packaged as like a movie, quote unquote, and right? They, and they had a theatrical release. So really, as we're sitting here scoffing about it, 
There is actually a, a secret hidden trilogy if you think of Clone Wars, Solo, and Rogue being your other three. So I guess well, George you know, got in, what he wanted. In the in the in the post six Disney acquisition world, um, post six movies, not post episode six. Right, right, right. God, this is getting so confusing. Um, you know, Last Jedi, not Return of. Right. So this being week two or three of the new year. Are you um, on the Gregorian calendar? Are you ISO? Uh, but it's, um, sorry, come back to point. This is, I, I really like the, the idea of the hidden trilogy because seven, eight, and nine, I don't want to dive into them. Uh, I like them all for different merits, but, um, rogue one is one of my favorite of that series movies solo not as much but i like what they did with it again we talked about mandalorian being a great adjunct so the idea of this hidden trilogy um it's not what lucas had envisioned at all it's not like his secret 12 by any stretch of the imagination however um yeah i i I like that idea because they are strongly coupled it's funny that the initial reaction and how these things are aging i think things age at a different pace than they used to um because if you look at four, five, six, sure. they came out and, you know, you pick up some momentum with like being on TV and things like that. Um, right. And then one, two, three come out and like you have people like very diametrically opposed right off the bat. But most people are like, I'm just happy to have Star Wars again. We get, yes, we get, <laughs> I'm just happy to have something. Um, we get to seven, eight, nine. And um, I feel like they came out. And when they came out, they, people liked them for the most part. Like, even though they, they uh, had their opinions, especially on eight and nine, well, sure. on seven too. Anyway, on but people had their opinion, people had their opinions and they were very knee jerk. And right. then I feel like just in the time from those movies coming out to now, people have gained a whole different perspective on seven, eight, nine, and not necessarily a good perspective. I think that people probably think less of them than they did before. But I also think that people think more of Rogue and Solo than they did when they first came out. Because Rogue and Solo, okay. especially, um, people look at the numbers and people were really like, you know, Rogue didn't perform all that great. It was good, but it wasn't great. And like Solo performed okay, but not great. And then they immediately kind of nixed the whole thing. In retrospect, I think Solo is great. And I, for Solo, for me, is kind of what Rogue is for you, where it's like you really zero in on, you're like, I really love this. I think that um, Alden Ehrenreich did an amazing job. Uh, I thought that Ron Howard did a great job on Solo, and I just got to see all the things that I wanted to see. That said, it does bring up the conundrum of how how to show this to someone who has never been in the Star Wars universe and has to listen to people like you and I. Uh, it can't be possible. <laughs> um, so Hasn't the entire world seen and is intimately familiar with the entire, at least, at least the Skywalker saga. Well, apparently not. Cause I know a few people that haven't seen them and I know one specifically who oh, decided okay, okay, to go fine. through it. Yes. Yes. We all welcomed the, the new child into the world. <laughs> Obviously babies get an exemption. I mean like adults. I mean, no, I, I, I have a majority. No, I have a young 30 something friend that has never seen any of these. 30 something. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, she's not a big movie watcher. She's more of like a book reader, which is, I don't know, you know, do, do what you will with that. Um, hey, watch out. So first thing for the book readers. So remind me and everyone else that's listening. How did we previously present ways to, to watch Star Wars? What were our, our broad stroke oh. breakdowns? Uh, uh, do you remember uh, yeah, specifically? I'm, I'm going to go through three of them. Okay, let's go through three of them. Yep. Uh, obviously, you have um, the originally considered connect, uh, correct order. And this is something we talked about before 7, 8, and 9 came out. So that raises whole new questions. But um, you would do it in order of release, obviously. Four, five, six, one, two, three, and then I guess seven, eight, nine would follow from there. Uh, Rogue One, seven, Solo, eight, nine. Um, I don't know if we count those, right? Because right. we, well, and seven, eight, nine, Solo, Rogue weren't out when we talked about this, right? But no, uh, I know you. You definitely hit the chronological. That's right. that's a hundred percent on on right. on target. Stay on target, or, and then for, and then uh, for chronological. Yeah, 
uh, and then there's, of course, you know, um, episode order as Lucas wanted it originally. So you'd go one, two, three, four, five, six. As he wanted uh, originally after making Star Wars. Right. Because he has 12 of them. He knew it. He knew exactly what all 12 episodes were. Um, and he, he started with four because obviously you start with four. I mean, but so it'd be one, two, three, rogue. No, I'm sorry. Solo, one, two, three, rogue, four, five, six. Something ro- like that. Uh, one, two, three, solo, rogue, four, five, six. When did Solo happen? Solo happened just before Rogue after Sith. Not just before Rogue. Actually, I think it's like coinciding. Couldn't have been. No, it's no, it's Han good. Was bit, real, but no, Han it's, was real young. He was real young. It was a good. It might bit. have been after three, but it would have been close to three. Right. I think you're right. I honestly don't know. I don't know. But it is between. We we know for sure it's between three and four. Right. So okay. so yeah. One two three. So, so Solo, solo would go rogue, before four, Rogue. Five, yes, because right. obviously Rogue dovetails have, directly in. And then you have what is unquestionably the best machete order. Which I keep calling hatchet order. <laughs> hatchet order. Um, Bug. But. Hold on. I, well, I'm holding on. No, you're fine. Holding for hugs. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Why, why do you bring, why do you bring all this up? I bring this up because we have a friend that, that is watching them. And of course they immediately ask me, they go, which order should we watch it in? And I played the role of you where I go, okay, well, I mean, there's a few that we could watch it in. And I talked for 20 minutes and they all just slowly backed out of the room. We didn't, do we need to cover machete order? Yeah, we do. do We assume that all of our listeners are like star Wars freaks. Like we are, even those that already know what it is, will probably appreciate hearing it. So, so let's go ahead and, and, and lay that out for those that don't know what machete order is. I've been talking a lot. Do you want to take this one or can I take it? Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 fine. Machete order would be, uh, you start with the original releases, starting with uh, 77 star Wars, uh, episode four, a new hope. Um, and then you get to, and then you get to the spoiler alert, big turn in five. Uh, no, I am your father. Uh, and, uh, Mark and then Hamill. Luke falls down a pit, which we know if you're a Jedi falling down a pit is not a hazard to your no, health, no, no. which is, which is really honestly the big spoiler that Luke is actually a Jedi because he never completes his training in episode five. He goes off. He never completes his training. Right. Episode six is return of the Jedi. So he's come back. He's clearly become a Jedi between um, when he leaves and hasn't completed his training. And returns as a Jedi. I think traditionally we think between five and six, he completes his training. No, 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 my friend. He falls down the pit and survives. That is what makes him a Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's basically like just going through the obstacle course at the end of like, uh, you know, uh, ROTC or something. So anyway, so we go, no, because you're like, wait, Vader's his dad, Darth father, sorry, Darth Vader. So then you Darth go back father? to yeah. two and you watch two. Because one is covered in the crawl of two. Um, and then you uh, you hear about how the sand is so coarse and it gets everywhere. And then you uh, you get to see a, a big battle uh, with Obi-Wan uh, in three. And then you get to see him become Darth uh, Bambi. No. Um, and so that is the story of Anakin Skywalker. So, <laughs> uh, so that gives you your. Four five. No, I'm your father. Learn who Darth Vader is. Cool. Now, what happens to Darth Vader? And then you go to six. You right. get uh, the um, <clears throat> the battle. There you go. Oh, I love that hat. Of, uh, love that hat. I was just showing my hat. That's the Battle of Endor. Even though I hate Ewoks, fuck the Ewoks. So um, four, five, four, I'm five, sorry two. to war. I'm sorry for Warwick Davis, but I just can't. I can't. I can't. But they're cannibals. They're gonna eat Han anyway. Um, four five two three six. Four five two three six. That's inspired, that's your machete order. Inspired by uh, the reveal order, which is four five no, then one two three six, and one being cut out, um, not necessarily because of the quality of the movie, but because it doesn't involve Darth Vader. But the machete order is specifically like, here's your reveal. Now let's talk about Darth Vader. Right. And so, one, it's so, nothing in that. So speaking of reveal orders. I, so, so we're showing it to our friend and she is watching it in the chronological order. I pitched a different order. So she's watching it in four, five, six, one, two, three, solo rogue, seven, eight, nine. Um, okay. 
we're not making her watch the Clone Wars because that wasn't really a concise. Uh, the, it's six the seasons. Like there's there's a lot of Clone Wars. Uh, I'm enjoying what I've seen so far, but it's a lot to make someone sit through if you're trying to do movies. All right, so I want you to bear with me on this. This is okay. this is for those real deep cut Star Wars guys out there. Uh, deeper cut than 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 me. So I'm definitely playing above my pay grade here. Okay, here's right. my pitch based on everything that we know now for a new machete order, which I may call hatchet order. Cause I keep calling it that anyway. Oh, I like uh, it. Call it hatchet order. So now this, it's is, yours. this is my hatchet order. Okay. Used. Yeah. So here's what you do. You start with force awakens. Okay. Force awakens ends. Wow. Okay. Start no, with force no. awakens because it's a Why? new, it's an okay. Perfect. Thank you for asking. Yes. You in the front row is it's, it's a very good movie. JJ Abrams produced it, kept the lens flares down. Um, okay, it's, true. so it's easier to watch for a newer consumer that's coming into this. that's never seen star Wars before, uh, more action. There's lots going on. The characters are intriguing. You've got, you know, robots in the force and everything else. Um, points to Gryffindor. thank you. And then at the very end, you get this introduction. If this is the first time you've seen it of this mythical, super strong Jedi in the force of Luke Skywalker. Is it true? All of it. Yes, it's true. All of it. And you see him and then you're like, Oh snap. Who's Luke Skywalker. Cool. I got you. Then you go back to four or five. So you start at seven. Who's this Luke's guy, Luke guy, you go four or five. Then you hit five with the, the Anakin, like the whole, like, no, I'm your father. And you're like, Oh snap. He's your father. Well, how'd that happen? And then you stop there and you go, now I'm going back to two. Again, one's covered in the, in the crawl. Right. You watch two, three, and you're like, oh, snap. This guy I really liked became Darth Vader. And Darth Vader is that guy's father that we saw on the island. But hey, what happened with Darth Vader in four and five? What happened to that? So then you go to six. You uh-huh. get the conclusion of the. So then you've built up the conclusions. You build up the conclusion of the original trilogy. Now you really want to know what happens. And you get to see Jedi um, in, in, in six and you get that payoff and you're like, oh my God, that's great. But now that guy is over on an island by himself. So then you turn on eight, take a nap. And then when nine starts, you watch nine and you finish out the rest of the movie. Ooh, so <laughs> can you tell my disdain for eight? <laughs> no, I, I, uh, two, two thoughts. Okay, go ahead. One. Um, I think, I think you get to name it since it's your order and hatchet order sounds great um, because it's inspired by machete order and it's also a blade. You're cutting things. Um, also inception order. <laughs> okay. But, I know that I might be more apt. I, I think that's, that's a better descriptor. I like it, but um, you, you, you know that I will defend eight as a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I don't want to be, I don't want to like join into the, yeah, eight, eight should be resigned to the scrap heap of history. I, I'm not in that camp. However, if you cut out one because it's covered in the crawl and the big thing in six is we met in, in the end of seven, we meet Luke. Who, who's Luke? Oh dude, he's this Jedi. Wait, his father is Darth Vader. Wait, we have this legacy of people. And we see uh, Palpatine, Chancellor Palpatine, get uh, get Anakin, collect him, right? And we know enough about Sith Lord to know there's one on one. And Darth Vader is now eventually going to. Now there's this tension between Darth Vader and Palpatine and the Sith Lord, right? We're going to deal with this. We throw Palpatine down a pit which we've established. Well, we haven't necessarily established. We lose our patterns. We don't have one and we don't know in the other movies that Darth Sidious comes back and survives a pitfall. Um, uh, so now you're jumping back into eight and nine. You could go to nine and kind of just dismiss Snoke and Snoke is kind of covered. Like, Palpatine falls down a pit. We're done with Palpatine. Then the crawl of nine. Nope. You thought so, but you're wrong. And 
eight isn't covered in the crawl, but the transition from six to nine is covered in the crawl. So the same logic of removing one or similar logic for removing one can kind of apply to removing eight. I think that, I think that works. Uh, now ideally yeah, I, not, I, not, I, I still like, I'd still, I'd still like this person to watch eight just as a movie. Well, but, no, and I actually think that there are certain aspects of eight right? that you yeah, have to have. Great. So, so let me undermine my own argument yeah. by saying you do still have to have eight because it's like, Oh wait, Luke died. So like if you go to, to nine Ooh, and yeah. then you never, and, and, and then you're like, Oh, he's dead. Yep. And you're like, eh, but do you really want to ride that train just to, to fill in the, the, the holes? So that being said, I joke about taking a nap during eight, but you would, in my order, you would go seven, four, five, two, three, six, eight, nine. Um, yeah. Sounds like I'm calling yeah. out lottery numbers. Uh, and in fact, if you're going to really <laughs> be, go. if you're really, re- <laughs> and thanks for coming down to First United Methodist Church. Um, if you really do want to finish out the, the entire thing, you would have to go. I do like starting with seven because I think seven is a great, uh, it, it's, it's an entry, it, it's a barrier of entry drug. Uh, it's your, your smoking seven. jay. Um, you do I, seven, I like this. you do I, seven, I like this though. you do seven, you do four five. No, I'm your father. Then you actually go back and do one, two, and three, then six, then eight, nine. Yeah. Um, if you do them all, that's a great order. Um, where you fit solo and rogue into that is tough because you're going from seven to four, five, and you obviously can't go seven rogue four, five. So that where the you fit those, solo. then those become EU movies, even though I kind of felt like they were EU movies the whole time. Anyway, I feel like you should watch all the yeah. other stuff and then be like, cool. You want more Then go yeah. watch rogue, go watch solo. You want to figure out how like the Han knows what you saying? Go watch Solo. If you don't care, don't yeah. worry about it. It's an EU book. Like you don't have to do it. Yeah, I I, I agree. As much as I like, uh, as much as I like Rogue, trying to shove them in is real hard. Um, Solo might come. I honestly, Solo might come good after. Might might be well placed after four. Might be placed after uh, Star Wars. Well, I hate to get into the speculative, but you know, the love for the kind of retrospect, not as much love for 789 and the love for Rogue and Solo, even though they didn't perform that well. What's what's a good place for things that don't perform that well in theaters? It's direct to streaming. Everything's day and date now. So there's talks. Man, if anything good can come out of the coronavirus, there's there's talks of having Ron Howard and I think it's Alden Ehrenreich. I I said earlier, and I may have said it wrong, but I think it's Alden Ehrenreich is the the actor that plays uh, Han Solo, Um, and uh, Amelia Clark and all of them, and Mm -hmm. the dude that plays uh, Darth Maul. Um, There's talks of bringing all them back for a sequel. Um, You can't really sequelize Rogue One, obviously, because it it dovetails into the other (laughs) movie. Um, that's a pretty distinct plus, end to those your, characters. Good characters, you know, are, are, are not going to make a comeback. <laughs> I mean, people can can force fall through stuff, but I'm pretty sure when when the, the Nagasaki bomb goes off above your head, I think you're pretty much done. Yeah, that they, they said, were not Jedi. <laughs> that said, I think the love for that is kind of building up. But we we say that to say this is that there's a lot of Star Wars on the table. Like for those that thought they were going to do like seven, eight, nine, just be like, okay, cool. We recouped our 4.6 billion that we gave to George. Um, yeah. All right. Look, look, let's just, let's be realists here. You're a company, you acquire the star Wars property. You don't build two, um, two lands in theme parks without saying, no, we're wringing this dry every last drop. Oh yeah. And I, and I think they're betting on, and we talked about this several times before they're betting on like how much money will Star Wars fans spend on Star Wars? And it's like, do you have any idea how much, how much material we wanted and that we created ourselves? Like I say, we, I didn't write any of it, but like you're talking, you're talking about an entire market that was based on people watching movies that were 20 years old going, I'm going to write a fanfic and the fanfic being so good. It got picked up by a publisher and sent off to press and sold hundreds of thousands of copies. That's how badly people want then, this stuff. And so now they're like, well, we put out these big movies and solo made money, but it costs like a hundred million to make and only made like 150 million or something like that. And they're like a 50% markup isn't enough for, for us to, to is, call that worth it. It's pretty wild, but you know, uh, on the other hand, yeah. With what the other stuff is making, 
we're talking about a property where, um, I don't know how it's doing now, but, um, we're talking about a property where they built lands in their theme parks, which are already expensive propositions. And they have a store where you can go build a custom lightsaber and you could be walking out with a lightsaber that costs easily $400. And their problem was not selling $400 lightsabers. Their problem was having lines and managing the queue so that they could sell enough $400 lightsabers at the experience they wanted to deliver. And if we can get, and this is a hundred bucks, <laughs> if it was a single day without park hopper, what is it? $120 now? Um, yeah, just to get, just to literally just to walk in the park. So here's and you the know, th- they went to Ronto's roasters afterwards and bought a $20, you know, bag of chicken. I I'm going to tease this, uh, if for two reasons, uh, one of the reasons is I want people to, to tune in the, to the next podcast after this, as we're going to talk a, a little bit more about star Wars and then two, no, this is it. and the then two, one. I'm kind of making the person that I'm wanting to come on have to do this because I've now mentioned it. So, uh, we have somebody that is a, a cast member, a longtime star Wars fan, someone that is in, in the cloth interwoven into the world of both Disney and Lucasfilm and star Wars and all of that goodness. So, um, we're hoping (laughs) to get that person on for the next one. What you're basically saying is we're getting George Lucas. So George Lucas is coming on. Uh, you know what? I would actually rather have this person than George Lucas. No offense to George, but his yeah, Mike- honestly, George Lucas is yeah. Wait, George Lucas is a Disney employee. If we ask George Lucas right now, like how many movies he planned, he'd be like, "Well, I had like 147 movies that I planned to to do." Uh, this is my, my George Lucas voice, and I had 147 movies, but I want to remake them every year with special effects. Uh, with whatever the special effects of that year uh, would be in perpetuity. Special effects, tons and tons of special effects to blow your mind. So since we've hit that, let's move on to the final thing that we have uh, so so that we don't get too heavy on Star Wars material, which is impossible at this point. Um, it's our, it, it's our, we're already past that point. So, Lou, the only thing that can save us at this point is for you to give me the theme song to this day in Florida person history. Do. Today in Florida Man history. Amazing. That was exactly how you did it last time. Probably not at all close, but you know what? We'll we'll roll with it. Headline from Newsweek, a real live Newsweek article. Florida woman threatened to rob in quotations. McDonald's, if she didn't get enough dipping sauce, police say. (laughs) You didn't think we'd be coming back to McDonald's so quickly, did you? A Florida woman was arrested on New Year's Day after allegedly becoming... A Florida woman was arrested on New Year's Day after... So this is just after New Year's, so you guys know when we're recording this. Uh, Florida woman was arrested on New Year's Day after allegedly becoming enraged after being asked to pay 25 cents for dipping sauce at a McDonald's while vowing to get the sauce by, and I, and I quote, whatever means necessary. So, so she threatened to rob the McDonald's because they wanted 25 cents per dipping sauce. Uh, I'm going to give her a name because she was arrested. Well, yeah. It, I, yeah I, I don't know that this person could have any other name. McGuire McLaughlin. McGuire okay. McLaughlin, 19, was arrested at Vero Beach, Florida, outlet of the fast food chain. All right. So hold on one second. It was an outlet. So this wasn't a this wasn't a corporate store. This was this was not the Times Square McDonald's. This was not the Tokyo McDonald's. The outlet this, McDonald's. This was an outlet because Florida is known for their outlets. There's lots of outlets. Some Vero Wang, uh, maybe like a nice Adidas, uh, a coach. Is it like off-size McNuggets? I, instead of the boot, it's like a smaller boot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was charged with disorderly conduct. McDonald's employees told police that the woman requested, quote, one flavor of every dipping sauce they have. Okay. All right. 
How many dipping sauces? I mean, they what? They have ketchup. They have mustard. They have barbecue sauce. They have. You're 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 getting pretty close. You've, you've mayonnaise, mayonnaise is a sauce. We're gonna count it. That's five. Okay. Do they have um? They have fillet of fish still. Do they have like a malt vinegar? No malt like vinegar. Bags? They do have a tartar. A tartar. Okay. They I would not have gotten that. Like. So what you're missing so she's is, talking is, a buck 50. She's got a buck 50. So you're, what you're missing is it's a weird combination. It's honey mustard, honey, Oh, honey mustard. Yeah. No honey mustard. I should have gotten honey mustard, honey, just straight up honey. Okay. And spicy mustard. So those really? are, those are the, I should mustard. Those are the, uh, those are the, those are the, the static. Those are the ones not counting your Szechuan's. That come Wait, in yeah, well, no, occasionally. No, you can't count Szechuan. You're not counting Szechuan, are you? Uh, uh, Singapore has a nice uh, curry sauce uh, for theirs. Uh, Australia has a Vegemite okay. sauce so, for theirs, but these are not ubiquitous across um, the other ones. Um, uh, the restaurant's employees said that it caused fear. She said that she would get this by whatever means mes- necessary, including if she had to break in. So let's go back to this. Is we just established it was 25 cents per sauce. Now, this is not the Grand Landfill. 25 cents per sauce, and I believe we named nine sauces. Right. We're at a buck 75. Um, about your, your, your average meal. What's up? <laughs> nine sauces. Oh, nine sauces. So, Sorry. So, uh, so, so, yeah. so, yeah. So, we right. got two, 225. Uh, but you know what? Even with the disparity, I'll give you the extra. I'll, I'll throw in an extra seventy five. Yeah, cents. I don't. I don't. Do, you know, I don't do arithmetic. That's why I always hide in orders of magnitude. And arithmetic yet you keep winning Grand Landfill. Whatever. I'm not bitter because I'm telling you, orders of magnitude is a way to do it. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're talking two twenty five, and we're talking. Uh, did do we have any indication she was ordering for a family or for herself? Because Just for her. It was New okay. Year's morning. So that means that this was like a, I'm not going to pretend like I haven't walked through a McDonald's drive through for a McRib for those that are right, long-time half listeners. Mile away. Yeah. Um, um, but look, but, <laughs> we, we're, talking, we're talking New Year's morning. It's Florida. She's probably like, you know, um, as traditionally you do, like really up on, uh, I don't know, what's big there, meth? Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to have a softer hand with this. Nope. Or Bethel's, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes. <laughs> See, I thought I was, I thought I was being, I thought I was being prejudiced, but here we are. Um, no, it, so 225, but let's put this in context. She's ordering for herself. It's not like we're not talking about, you know, the mom was getting dinner for her family. We're talking, if I get, you know, a value meal, probably around five bucks. So we're talking a 50% markup on the value meal. I do like where your head's at. Uh, specifically, I like where your head's at as far as like her state and condition, because I, I, I kind of kept this one tucked to, into the vest. So let me go ahead and give you what the officer said. The officer quoted claims to have smelled alcohol on her breath and noted glossy eyes, slurred speech, and McLaughlin would momentarily cooperate with police before suddenly changing course, shouting and running away with profanities. Okay, so it's running away. So as long as she's not driving there, but for the grace of God, go I, right? Like, <laughs> who has not shown up outside a McDonald's drunk at 3 a.m.? You know what? Let me change course on this. <laughs> this seems more incriminating than anything else. <laughs> this keeps getting worse. Like, this is um, the best advice I can give is, if you find yourself digging yourself into a hole, the first step is stop digging. Well, and I feel like we're far enough into this episode to say that we should do the exact same thing. Uh, as much fun as I've had talking about Star Wars and multi-powered sons, this has also been the end of our podcast, and it has been General Geekery. Specifically. It's been this podcast. I've been the Ben that's been in this podcast. I've been the Lou that's lewd and Bennend. Um, Lou, you, ah, whatever. You've been lewd in this, in this podcast. And thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you've kashiked in on all the content you've wanted and asked us for. Be careful what you wish for. 
because now you have received it. Misa, so sorry. This has been a Broken Toys Studio production. Yeah, still good. <laughs>